Hi, and welcome to EcoGal, the Curious Consumer. I'm Ashley. And being that it is April, and this is the month that we have Earth Day, and I am in Los Angeles, I decided to have my friend Rachel Warble, who is also in Los Angeles, with me today on the podcast and talk a little bit about Earth Day. So welcome, Rachel. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, it's just so great to have you here and to be in, well, sunny Los Angeles. It's beautiful right now. I'm happy to have you in Los Angeles. We get to see each other this week. <laughs> we do, finally. Yeah. So we were together in sustainability, and that's how we met, working in TV and film. Mm-hmm. And uh, we obviously have a lot in common. We both care about conservation and the planet and all of that. So, you know, I was thinking about Earth Day, and, you know, I never really kind of thought about the origin of it. And so that's kind of what made me think about, you know, doing this recording today. Um, so what I learned is that Earth Day was started in 1970. That was the very first Earth Day. And it was created by a Wisconsin Senator, Gaylord Nelson, with the purpose to bring more attention to our environment. All right. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Which state was it, did you say? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Nice. I know. It's been around for a lot longer than I thought. It seems that it's like, I don't know, I have memory of it for like the last 15 years, but I don't have a lot of memory prior to that. Mm -hmm. Do you like, when did you like remember first celebrating Earth Day? We didn't celebrate Earth Day growing up. I think maybe in high school, because that's when kids started getting a little more socially active. Is that, is that the right language? When people started Mm -hmm. realizing what their values were and taking action on it. And I think that's when, like, this is, it wasn't called the Sustainability Club. It was called, like, the Environmental Club. They, I'm sure, did something for Earth Day. But it wasn't, even though I was, like, into, we didn't call it sustainability then, but I didn't. I was into conservation mm-hmm. and the environment. I don't remember it being, I do remember it a little bit, but it was never, it was, like, a blip. It didn't feel as big as it feels now. To yeah. me. Like I have friends now who text me happy earth day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is different. I mean, uh, granted we didn't, weren't texting when I was in high school. So. Right. But still, yeah. I mean, it, it, it absolutely has more importance today. Yeah. Because there's just so much attention around, you know, climate change and, and, you know, paying more attention to uh, how we, you know, utilize our, our resources and carbon and all of that. So yeah. Which is, I mean, sustainability really wasn't even a position in TV and film. Um, no. Not I mean, that, you know, what, 10, like five years ago, seven years ago, I think. Yeah. It started to come in, so. Yeah, I'm just thinking about, like, there's, there have always, this talking about sustainability with the sustainability lens, which you and I know that word, sustainable development, comes from, was it the Brent Holt Agreement in 1987 at the UN? Yeah. But yeah, have and it's the, still it took time for that formalized language and the work they did to come into the mainstream world. Mm-hmm. But growing up, it was it was really more it was about it was about like really specific things that were connected to your backyard. I feel like if they were building a if they were going to build a mall on a marsh in your neighborhood, or mm. if a big, you know, in my town was used to be rural farmland. 
And as I grew up, it became real suburbs where we called them McMansions. It's, everyone deserves to have a house to live in. You know, development's a real part. We need homes to live in. But we went from having these like larger, these these houses built in the 50s, still part of development mm-hmm. and older and longer than that, older than that, to this big surge of development in the 80s and 90s. The town totally changed from this farm town to a suburban town, a commuter town to New York City. Mm. And I feel like a lot of, yeah, it just, it just is different. You know, now you think about sustainability, it's the whole world. I mean, we always said think think global, act local, but it really mm-hmm. was, it's different. I think there's just a different understanding about how global it is um, now. But also we're older, you know, when you're a kid, everything yeah. is really about your world in front of you. Yeah. But it seems that the world really has, you know, it has got, it feels smaller, right? In a sense, yes. because we yeah. are thinking globally. And we can see how, you know, something that happens in one part of the world affects the other, you know, and it always did. But it's, I, I do think that we are con- connecting the dots. We're talking about this on a much more regular basis. And for those of us that are really tuned in and it's important, right? Mm-hmm. Even more so. Yeah. Yes, totally. And I think also, I mean, the world has changed, like a lot of trade, like we, isn't it like past 30 years where all, you know, a lot of our trade, suddenly we were really affecting, I mean, we've always affected the world, but now we're like, we're getting our genes from a factory that's putting gene dye water into a river in another country. Right. You know, versus the two counties over the other side of our country. Granted, I have to double check that fact. I got that. That's like a memory <laughs> of an a memory of an info factoid from like 15 years ago, seeing an image of a blue river, and that's what it said. We all always verify our information, that's and I haven't about you, Rachel. I love that you're so like. Let me verify it all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I always appreciate that. So, um, so back to Earth Day, because yes. you and I can talk forever. Mm-hmm. Um, is so what so what does Earth Day mean to you now in you know kind of present time? So because you know, thinking about that question, mm-hmm. I knew I was gonna talk to you today and I was like, oh okay, what does Earth Day mean to me? And so I live someplace, we all live someplace. I kind of consider I've just reframed how I kind of think about living someplace. Mm-hmm. When I'm living someplace, how can I be a steward for the place I am, where I am? How can I benefit the community and how can I benefit the land where I'm living? And if you think in the U.S. often and in other countries, but in the U.S., we have this culture of like, I'm moving to this city now. I'm moving to this city now. I mean, I spent my 20s in this city. I spent my 30s in this city. I spent my 40s in this city. Or, you know, you maybe you stay in the same city. So, you know, coming after living in New York City where I didn't have outdoor space, where the, the way to be a steward was just to be a good neighbor, moving to some place where I can have a native garden, where I can... Uh, Really, my life, a lot of my life revolves around having a native garden <laughs> that creates a place for pollinators. So, but it comes from this idea of how can I support the land? Like, how can I give back? And thinking about Earth Day and of like, well, how do we other days that like we have Mother's Day, we have Father's Day. What if Earth Day is about and we give them breakfast, we give them, mm. we give them a day off. Right. Mm-hmm. So thinking about like, what if Earth Day is a day like let's give the Earth a break day, like like stick it easy on Earth Day or let's give the what can I do that's going to benefit the Earth today? Mm. So that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. I love that. Yeah, that'd be great about, if we all just took our foot off the gas pedal. 
for that day. I mean, because I that's what I loved, you know, to have witnessed during the pandemic, even though I don't, you know, um, the reason for it is uh, is horrible uh, to see those first, you know, many months when everybody wasn't driving and flying and taking trains, everything cleared up, you know, all over the world. So it was mm-hmm. really magical to see that. Um, but yeah, I think that that's a, that's a really great idea. So um, I would love to be able to share with the listeners, like maybe five, I, you know, like kind of five ideas that they could possibly think about or do for this Earth Day if, if they were wanting to, you know, contribute something on that day. And okay. they weren't quite sure what to do. All right. So I thought about this a little because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be totally unprepared humming and hawing over this because I could talk and think about things for hours. Um, so I'll do, I'll start with like kind of my bigger thoughts, which are what about, could this be, you know how we have yearly our New Year's resolution? Yeah. What if we made our Earth Day resolution? Hmm, I like, love that. What's something we want to try out? And we it doesn't have to be for the rest of your life. What if this is something, what if I do plastic-free Earth Month? What if I do, how can I, is there a way I can get my gallons, my gallons per day average down this month? I love, I love tracking how many gallons of water I use per day. Like when I get my bill, I'm like, I got to see how many gallons I'm using. And things like that. You know, and also, but also based on your values, like what's great about um, resolutions is about what what's the value to us and what's sustainability with Earth. It's so multifaceted. Yeah, what we what we care about, so we can focus on something that we really care about. Um, another one that was a bigger idea I had, I was thinking, oh, is to celebrate the wins, the wins that we made this year. Mm. Celebrate the positive change that's happened, and celebrate, you know, celebrate that. I'm really into native gardening right now. So celebrate that that native plant got through the summer and now it's been six months in the ground or whenever you planted it. Uh-huh. And in a couple more years, you're going to have blossoms and it's going to be covered in native pollinators. Yeah. Um, I think that's important. I think it's important to like celebrate the winds. Yeah. 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 I love that. And, what, okay. and that could look at, that could be a million different things. Like celebrate, like, okay, once, once every three months I went to the bulk bulk store it's a little more expensive but I went I got staples from the bulk store once a couple, every couple of months because the bulk store in my neighborhood is like uh, where you can go fill in your fill up your jars mm. is more expensive than going to the regular supermarket so where are the ways we can fit in those little things and that's even if it's not you know this this is a motto we've been hearing it's not perfect it doesn't have to be perfect progress not perfection exactly um, so yeah, celebrating the wins and then reflect on, you know, yeah, reflect on any changes you've made that have benefited the ecosystem and also how that might have benefited you. Yeah. Right. And reflect on it. So this is a conversation. There might've been challenges. There might've been great things about it. Yeah. What is the long-term wins from that? You know, and then these are the ones that are like my native garden biodiversity, um, passion right now. Look up your endangered plants in your community go to the fish and wildlife website or just google or sometimes it's your state will even have it depends on your state different states have different resources around native plants i found i'm really lucky california has so many passionate people and so many resources so just do a google search endangered plants my state endangered plants usa and there are lists and then you can maybe go to a native plant center and buy that plant and plant it or it's seed, if it's native to your community, right? Because we want to be planting the stuff that's going to support our native pollinators. 
Um, and then the next one is also about native plants. Another thing you can do, and there's so many of these right now in LA, is look for a na local native habitat restoration event mm. that you can participate in. So then you're also getting to be around other people that care. And that's so wonderful to build community, have conversations, learn, and also get some, you know, just get outside and get your hands in the dirt. And then my last one, oh, no, I have two more, I think. One is also, this one's a little more aggressive. Look in your yard and see if there's an invasive plant you can remove. And then, yep, that's about, and then plant a local native plant that will feed your pollinators. They're all kind of connected. That's my native mm. plant section. So look for a, a native plant in your neighborhood. Find out, you know, don't just plant a milkweed. Go talk to your native nursery and see what is the local native milkweed for your neighborhood. and. Also, you know, make sure it's appropriate for you to have that milkweed because not everyone's supposed to have milkweed based on the migration path of monarchs, you know. So do some research, find the stuff that works for your community that's going to support the ecosystem and biodiversity for you. Awesome. Well, thank you. I love that. I love your thoughtfulness and I love how detail oriented you are. So, you know, thank you for jumping on with me here in California and Southern California to be exact. And um you know, just wishing you a really uh, happy Earth Day, which is coming up today. It's the 17th of April that we're recording this. It's going to be on the 22nd of April, which is Saturday. Also, just um, to also add that earthday.org actually has a website and you can find out if there's an event locally. And it, um, I think there was like 18, almost 1900 events at the time that I looked the other day. And 191 countries participate. So it really is global. And, um, you know, and, uh, you know, it's definitely something to like celebrate Mother Earth. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting, giving me this to consider. And really it's made this more meaningful for me because I've now come up with things I can <laughs> consider, you know, because yeah. otherwise it's just going to be, okay, Earth Day. Yeah, this is great that we have this day. I but, know, right? It's like we have to kind of, I think for me anyways, I have to pause because I was like, you know, I don't really know what Earth Day really means anymore, right? It's just another day. It's like, I think without like taking the time to reflect on what something means to us in a, like a new unit of time, what that value is. And then, you know, finding something that is going to contribute that aligns with our values and all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, happy Earth Day, y'all. And uh, we'll see you back here soon. Until then, stay curious. Thanks for listening. Sharing the show or an episode that really resonated with you, with friends or on social media, is always appreciated. For podcast updates, please subscribe at ecogal.tv forward slash subscribe. Graphic element and logos, courtesy of Linda Cornelius. Audio editing by Danielle Mikesell. Our theme music was created by Taylor Pye. You can find us on Instagram at ecogal.tv. We appreciate your support and we value your time and energy. So we hope you found this useful and of value. Thank you for listening. See you back here soon, and until then, stay curious.